This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. First up, will introducing younger candidates in the next GE allow AMNO to win in style? So, Johor Deputy Chief Datuk Nur Jazlan Mohammed has said that AMNO should retire old party members and put up fresh younger candidates in the coming general election. And that win in style phrase is, of course, from him saying that this would allow the party to do so. Um, also, he said that AMNO would and I quote, die if it did not urgently rejuvenate itself to appeal to the 4 million new 18-year-old voters. He said that a balanced ratio of old and young candidates would be ideal, that existing UMNO representatives who had been in office for 20 to 30 years should make way for younger candidates and actually become mentors for them. Also saying that younger voters are no longer interested in the old way of politics, uh, pointing to perhaps a lack of appeal for narrative or discourse surrounding the struggle for race and religion. So he did point out that um, we could be looking across the aisle or they could be looking across the aisle. Uh, For instance, at how PKR had accepted the youths to be leaders at their top level uh, with younger leaders being elected as deputy president uh, as well as four vice presidents and went on to say that AMNO will only remain relevant if it's accepted by the youth. Now, to be fair, this call for younger leadership isn't necessarily something we're only seeing with AMNO. Um, We hear it from our listeners all the time that we need uh, younger faces, we need younger leaders even. Um, so it's interesting that we're hearing this from AMNO, particularly because AMNO is famously quite hierarchical and it often takes quite a bit for people to rise through the ranks. It does. And you need to put in a fair amount of that footwork, I assume, before a general election that might be just around the corner. So um, I think that's where my head is at. Not so much uh, the call for younger faces mm. or for new voices, because like you said, All the parties are trying to work through that in their own way. Uh, The electorate, in fact, is trying to work out how they're feeling about that in or how we're feeling about that in our own way as well. But the idea that this is something that you put in place now or that you call for now, right before, presumably, the election, is curious because it. I guess my question would be, are there actually enough young UMNO leaders to come in and get that ideal ratio that's being talked about of old and young. And it's not just about young leaders, is it? It's also about young leaders who actually bring in these young ideas that Najaslan is talking about. Because if what the young leaders are are just more of the same um, or basically following in the exact footsteps of those who came before, um, I'm not sure that that's necessarily going to make enough of a difference. Um, So, I mean, it's an interesting call um, and I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, We are talking about um, a remark by uh, the Joho Deputy Chief Datuk Noor Jazlan Mohammad that called for AMNO to retire old party members and put up fresh younger candidates. So we are asking you, would you like to see more faces coming through in AMNO? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp or voice note zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Ben Sufian, Program Director at the Merdeka Centre. So keep it here on the Evening Edition, BFM eighty nine point nine. Because freedom matters, BFM eighty nine point nine.
It's 5.12. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And today we're talking about um, a call for new faces in Amno ahead of the upcoming general elections. So we are asking you, would you like to see more new faces coming through in Amno? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. You can send us a voice note there as well. You can also tweet us at BFM Radio. Now on the line with us is Ben Sufian, program director at the Madeka Center. Ben, good to have you with us. Thanks for having me on. So let's start with your thoughts on this suggestion from Nurjaslam to replace old faces with fresh candidates in order to win the election in style. Well, I think this is something that a lot of voters, particularly Malay voters, are looking for. And uh, AMNO, I think, has already tried this formula in the Malacca as well as the Johor State elections. In the Johor State elections, if I'm not wrong, at least two-thirds of the candidates fielded for the state seat were new new candidates. Uh, so they were new people who had not contested before. And even in Malacca as well, uh, I think at least about 30 to 40 percent of the candidates uh, were new individuals who had not been there. So I think this is something that is not beyond AMNO, And I think regardless of what its critics say about the party, AMNO itself has proven time and again to be able to uh, renew itself uh, and refresh its leadership lineup. And is there any significance of this in particular coming from a more senior AMNO leader? Uh, yes, I think this is significant because Dato' No Jazlan is a uh, you know, long-time uh, leader of the party, you know, and his father, Datuk uh, Muhammad Rahmat, was also a veteran leader. Uh, Datuk Muhammad Rahmat was a long-time leader of the party as well. So the family has been part and parcel of the AMNO furniture for many, many decades. Uh, and so I think when he speaks about this thing, he does speak from experience and, and speak for his concern for the party, that the party needs to rejuvenate itself and present a new lineup, particularly in a bid to attract uh, support from young voters. Are there challenges, though, to AMNO being able to field newer candidates that might be specific to the party? Certainly there will be challenges because there will be incumbents who would be refusing to leave. And I think when we look at leadership, uh, there are two levels here. Uh, if elections are called, we will have you know, at least uh, 120 or, or more AMNO candidates uh, contesting at the parliamentary level. And then there are also candidates at state constituencies as well. So we're looking at several hundred people here. Definitely there will be challenges because there will be incumbents who refuse to leave. And, and naturally also there will be many candidates vying to be chosen to represent the party in particular constituency. So there will be challenges. And I think what probably will play out is that uh, individuals with uh, long-standing presence in the party or, or strong family ties uh, will have a leg up compared to fresh faces. What can you tell us about the existing composition or makeup then of AMNO? Um, has the party built up a sufficient enough new generation of leaders? Well, I think, you know, a, a lot of people probably do not realize the inner workings of AMNO. AMNO does have a, does have a cadre system within the party. Uh, and because they have been in power for a, a long time, uh, many of the younger leaders in the Pamuda and Putri branches, they are given uh, responsibility positions in state uh, positions or in local councils and all that. Uh, and because they are also in government, so many of them are also taking 
political appointed uh, political appointments uh, within ministries uh, in the government. So there are many young uh, men and women who uh, are gaining experience within the party, and I think many of them have risen through the ranks. It's just that because it's a party that uh, has been there the longest time, and then there are many older leaders, uh, particularly older men, uh, who have gained such prominence, uh, most people do not realize how many young people have made through the ranks of the party over the last decade. So I think we will be surprised to see that there will be many people uh, fielded by the party that are new. Well, well quote-unquote new, but they have been in the party for you know, at least a decade. So one of the motivators behind this, um, at least from, from Datuk Nur Jazlan, is uh, to kind of shift the conversation, particularly when it comes to race and religion and so on. Uh, what are the current pathways within the party to encourage progressive young leaders? Well, I think at the end of the day, the party still has to contend with uh, gaining support from its base. So for any leader to be selected as a candidate, it has to be someone that can convince uh, the top leader that, he or she can command support of the party rank and file, at least in their constituency or their division. And so um, so you will need uh, people who can connect with the party's grassroots, which will you know, uh, invariably be uh, rooted in the ideology of the party, which is you know, some kind of nationalism and, and also uh, you know, the Bumiputra agenda. Uh, so that, that, I think, is first and foremost. But I think in order to appeal to a broader segment of Malaysians, uh, any particular leader has to be cosmopolitan or urban enough to be able to uh, articulate and moderate him or herself so that they can be acceptable. So I think there are people who can do that. Uh, and many young leaders, I think, are also uh, now raised in the situation where AMNO is no longer in a dominant position, that he really has to win support if it is to stay relevant and to stay in power. So who would you keep in view for the upcoming elections then? What are some names to look out for? I think there are some individuals like you know, uh, like uh, Sharif Hamdan, who's the PM's economic advisor. And there are others as well that are currently serving as you know, special officers, political secretaries, uh, and also maybe state constituency assemblymen. Uh, within the party that uh, can be potentially put up for parliamentary posts as well. But in the context of you know, party elections, what we've noticed in the past has been that younger people or new people tend to have to contest in more difficult seats, seats that are more uh, competitive and sometimes uh, they don't make it. Uh, and therefore, what we do see, at least in the 2018 election, is that a lot of the older leaders uh, the so-called warlords are uh, the ones that made through. So we'll see, you know, how GE15 pans out and whether or not in the current context of a fragmented opposition, you know, AMNO's new and young leaders uh, will see the light of day. Speaking of which, we are seeing reports that Najib's son, Datuk Muhammad Nizar, uh, could be fielded as the BN candidate for his father's constituency, Apakan. What do you make of that? Well, I think that is inevitable. Uh, I think there will be some families that are synonymous with the party uh, that will be, you know, uh, there will be generational transfers of position from father, from grandfather to father and father to son. So we will be seeing some of that. Uh, and, and we've seen uh, that has already been in place. Uh, so there will be 
I, I would say that I would expect that uh, to happen in this uh, next coming general election. Uh, but to be fair, uh, you know, Najib's son is not Najib. So, you know, one has to give him uh, a chance to prove himself as a leader and represent the public in the constituency of Pekan. So, ultimately, right, um, a lot of this circles around whether older members would actually be willing to step aside. How do you see that going? Well, I think that's going to be tough because some leaders, you know, have built a reputation, have built a following uh, in their uh, respective uh, areas and becomes very, very difficult uh, to dislodge them. It becomes even more difficult because they might have other positions as well and uh, along the way have built uh, a following and uh, a, a retainer group of people around them that needs them to be there in order for them to continue to get jobs and you know play important roles in society and government. And so sometimes, even if the leader is willing to retire, but the people around them you know want to keep them there and fend off potential challenges or potential replacements. So it's not going to be easy. Uh, and if it becomes especially hard if some of these individuals refuse to relinquish their post, they might come back. They might come back as independent candidates. They might switch over to a different party in the elections and then, you know, bring some of their supporters around. So I think that's one of the important questions that the leadership of AMNO is contemplating right now, that notwithstanding that the opposition is in disarray uh, and they stand a good chance of winning the election, that big concern, the difference between, you know, just scraping through and uh, winning big is actually the problem of internal sabotage, that at the end of the day, uh, this election is for AMNO to lose. Do you think that voters, especially long-time supporters of AMNO, are actually willing and open to a fresh batch of candidates? Oh, yeah, certainly. I think a large uh, part of the party are not, uh, how shall we say, uh, completely uh, embedded within a kind of patronage network. A lot of people are supportive of the party because of the image of the party, what it means to them, and how you know they have uh, benefited over the long term from the policies and the actions of the party. So there's a lot of uh, support for the party that is not directly linked to particular individual leaders. Uh, and while some are you know, connected to individual leaders, perhaps through patronage network, the vast majority of voters are supporting the party for ideological uh, or even uh, practical reasons. So for them, if anything that the party puts across that improves its chances of winning the election, I think the vast majority will be supportive of it. Ben, thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you. That was Ben Sufyan, Programme Director of the Merdeka Centre, weighing in on this call from Datuk Nur Jazlan uh, for new faces in AMNO so that they can win in style. Let us know, would you like to see more faces coming through in AMNO? You can call 77332900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Voice note us there as well. You can also tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, we do have some messages. Yeah, so um, CK says, what is the use of new political faces if they don't even have sufficient political power to do something different compared to those old folks inside a political party? Uh, yeah, I think um, I think that's, that's actually one of the questions that's come up quite a bit, and I'm not sure. I think this is something we actually need to see, whether new faces actually means new directions, right? Uh, in the meantime, we do have a caller on the line with us. 
we have Atif on the line. Hi, Atif. What are your thoughts? Okay, um, my thoughts is actually uh, when we were talking about like political parties, um, they all have their own ideologies. So I don't agree uh, when you say that, um, you know, the, for example, the UMNO youth or the opposition youth, uh, they need some limelight in, in a ministerial post. I think the most important thing is to have a new set of ideology uh, to build better policies that is more relevant to today's time. Um, I think we've been seeing this a lot on uh, with two other developed, developed countries where they have new parties, easier for them to actually form and easier for them to actually have um, support and actually present their, their case um, and debate um, to the public. So that's my, one of my points. And do you think that right now, um, you know, considering the public discourse and the ways that we're seeing parties communicate, do you think we're seeing enough of that kind of fresh ideology or fresh perspective? Um, of course, there they should, they should be a civil line of uh, governance and, and balance between um, having a row or a, a, a tunnel of fresh new ideology and you know, filtering what's good and not. So I feel uh, right now, I think for the, for the situation we're in, I think we're not having the adequate system to actually even encourage those new ideology coming in. And also with the coverage towards the uh, rural areas, especially the rural voters, where I feel these ideologies are not being pushed to. Atif, thanks for calling and thanks for your thoughts. Uh, you can keep yeah. sending uh, your thoughts through as well. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp or voice note zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station.